What's up, everybody? This is episode number 43 of Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports. In this interview, we had Brandon Shintani. Brandon is a sophomore in high school and founder of Mind Design Sports, a sports psychology organization geared towards kids and teens. This was a fun episode. I think you'll be very impressed with Brandon and the value he brings with several mindset tools. The resources that Mind Design Sports provides are all free and Brandon has built a great platform. Before we get into today's full episode, please do us a huge favor and provide the show with a rating and review. It takes 30 seconds and enables us to grow our reach, get new guests, and become the best show we possibly can. Highlighting the best of youth sports is brought to you by our company, Numbers Don't Lie Productions. We're here to provide you with a highlight video editing resource to support your youth sports journey. We created a simple, quick and low cost process that helps you create highlights that document that journey and showcase your athletes. We have featured thousands of athletes in over 40 states and 15 countries. Schedule a free consultation and learn more today at numbersdontlie.biz. Now let's get into this episode. Welcome to Highlighting the Best of Youth Sports, where we bring you insights from top athletes, their sports journey, and those positively impacting the youth sports community. If you're ready like we are, let's go. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have Brandon Shintani of Mind Design Sports. Brandon has started an organization that is impacting youth athletes, especially with their mindset. Uh, welcome to highlighting the best of youth sports, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on here, PJ. Brandon, uh, so everything you've sent us, you're, you're definitely an impressive young man, and we're excited to talk to you today. Let's start with you taking a few moments to tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what, if any, sports background you have, and how Mind Design Sports came to be. So I'm Brandon. Um, I'm a high school sophomore at Richard High School, New Jersey. Um, my sports background, just pretty briefly, I played basketball at a young age, uh, I think since second grade, and I ran some track during middle school. And at times, I was a little bit stressed out, and I had um, some mental prob- uh, mental setbacks, so maybe feel a failure, anxiety during- before games. And I dealt with it, but I didn't really know how to like overcome it. I just kept pushing through, but there wasn't a set way to go about that. And last year I took AP psychology over the summer and I saw that I, I noticed that there's a field called sports psychology and I was like, Ooh, pretty cool sports and psychology, two interests of mine. And I was like, um, no one really knows about sports psychology, especially, especially young athletes. And I was like, why not create an organization that would provide those resources to those young athletes? Cause I know a lot of people, like if I would, I would have loved and resourced like mine is on sports if I was younger and yeah, that's kind of my background. And I think this is great that you're targeting, you know, the younger ages and you're right. As athletes develop, they become more um, competitive and they reach that next level. There's a lot more resources for them in coaching yeah. and development, but at the younger age, it, it may not be there. So, you know, kudos to you for recognizing that at such a young Thank age you. and, and wanting to make an impact. So can you, so you're not, you're not an athlete now, correct? You, you don't play any sports, at least competitively. Not at the moment because of COVID. And last year I got hurt. I tore my ligament in my knee, so I couldn't play. So, okay. Um, yeah, nothing like formally right now. Okay. But you're, you're a big sports fan. Is that what I understand oh, yeah. correctly? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are, what are your favorite sports? 
I really follow basketball and okay. college and the NBA. So I have a lot of knowledge in that um, sport. Yeah. So let's just get right into it and, you know, talk about mind design sports and, and the mental okay. aspect of, of uh, sports. So why is it vital to developing mental skills uh, for optimal perf- performance? Athletes are only taught to train their body, but not their mental skills because mental skills are need to be trained too, because the mind has a direct impact on how your body performs. So for example, sports psychology teaches you how to train your mind. So getting in the zone to allow your body to perform effortlessly. And many athletes, maybe some listening right now, they may feel like, oh, I already perform well. I don't really need sports psychology, but I think you'd benefit from it because sports psychology also teaches you how to enjoy the sport more and be more consistent so that when you play well, you can keep consistently um, playing up to that level. And there's a bunch of uh, techniques in sports psychology. So self-talk, visualization, breathing, and sports psychology allows you to get rid of negative thoughts. And those negative thoughts can affect your performance for the worse. So training the mind also means having a greater self-awareness of how you behave and your thoughts, which translates on the field and the court. And yeah, that, that's why sports psychology is so important is what I think. Yeah, Brandon. And you also mentioned that, you know, the mental aspects of, of sports uh, can be neglected at the youth levels and uh, so focusing yeah. uh, specifically on youth. So I- explain to us how Mind Design Sports helps address this issue uh, for you. So uh, walk us through the organization yeah. and, and what you guys do, how the website works. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, I think sports at the younger age, uh, mental the mental side of sports is really neglected. And I think one reason for that is because um, people at the top of the big big league, so MLB, NBA, they really have those connections to sports psychologists, and they know and they have the money to pay for sports psychologists. But those younger athletes don't. So it's my design sports. Um, we have a, a seventy five plus members, and they're almost all of them are uh, athletes. And we provide blogs and podcasts, and also Instagram posts in um, pretty digestible forms. Um, tips on sports psychology. So we understand what athletes go through and their problems. So by having that student perspective, we can understand and give tips on that. So that's how Minds on Sports helps um, the mental component of things. Okay. So it's like a resource they get. It's a, um, a conglomerate of just different information, blogs, yeah. uh, resources. Um, you're on social media, obviously. So how does one become a member? Is, is there a, a, a fee? How do they join up? How do they be, you know, get on your list? How does that work? So on the website, there's an application. If you go to the f- uh, frequently asked qu- uh, page question, they'll take, it'll take you to um, an application and any high schooler or even a college athlete can go on there and fill out their name. There's no fee or anything. It's just strictly an activity and organization. So there'd be, they can add it to their resume or something along the lines of that. So, yeah. Okay. Now, are you guys a, a nonprofit or where do you see this going in the future? Yeah. So we are an organization. We aren't certified nonprofit, but I guess you could call us that. And we aren't a business. So we don't like take any payments or we don't coach anybody for money. And that's what that kind of aligns with our mission because we want to provide those free online resources to all the athletes. So it's most accessible. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So uh, where should a young athlete start to develop the mental side of their sport? Do you think? I think really it just starts with yourself and the easiest place you could start is getting a pen and paper and just journaling and Mm -hmm. reflecting and anything you could do practice is key. So 
doing that will be great. So for example, journaling, you can reflect on what you did in the past, um, past performances, how you did well, what you didn't do well on, and um, identify the things that you can do better in the future. So by understanding yourself, like I said, greater self-awareness, you understand what you want and your desires, and you could push yourself to get to that. And it's kind of like setting a goal and talking to yourself. So I think journaling is the best place to start. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, which kind of leads me into my next question. Um, what is, you know, besides journaling, I think that's a great habit that everyone should, should try to uh, do. Is there another habit an athlete can begin today to start developing their mental skills uh, in their specific sport? I actually like a specific sports psychology technique, which is super easy. You could take it anywhere on the go. So it's called box breathing. And basically you would breathe in for four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, and then hold for four seconds. That's why they call it a box because it's four seconds, four times. And you could really do it anywhere. So maybe it's before a game, you do box breathing. And I think it's really good because whenever you feel stressed or nervous or anxious, you can just breathe. And breathing is super underrated. And even even if it's not for sports, you could do it before a test or a big band concert or school performance. And I feel like it calms you down, calms your nervous system down. And that's one of my favorite sports psychology techniques that I've learned. Yeah. And that's a great one. And we've learned that uh, over the years as well. It's, it's taught in, um, you know, as people are starting to learn how to meditate or pray, you yeah. know, if you, if you want to help with that, I've heard many different uh, Navy SEALs uh, talk about it as well. The box breathing, um, uh, technique. So that, that's great advice. And just for our audience, I'm looking at the website now and just here's a, here's kind of a teaser. I, I would recommend everyone and we'll put the link uh, in the show notes, but just here, here's a teaser on some of the um, titles of the blog posts, uh, you know, overcoming a setback in sports, quick and easy ways of coping with trash talk, uh, four tips on balancing school and sports, it's really great information, uh, Brandon, that you're putting out there. And Thank this, you. Th this stuff obviously interests you. And, and uh, I, I just think this is a great resource. I, I want to encourage you to keep putting this stuff out. The, you know, you guys are fairly new. Um, and did you start uh, last year, 2020, right? Yeah, we started in September of 2020, okay. just right after the summer. And then we started, we launched from there and just kept growing. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep it going. Definitely. So definitely. Uh, Brandon uh, provide some advice for athletes right now, as we, as a society look to uh, come out of this pandemic, things are starting to open up, but it's been a really tough year mentally uh, for many young people and athletes. Um, can you provide some advice uh, on that topic? Actually, I wanted to highlight something right before we got to that. So another sports psychology technique I like, and I feel like a lot of young athletes can do pretty quickly and it would be pretty beneficial. is just, again, going back to that awareness, self-awareness and identity. So just a couple of ways to um, practice that is to evaluate and understand your desires. So your goals, like I kind of hit on that before and doing what you want and practicing doing things for yourself. So not for example, maybe not always pleasing a friend if it harms you in some way, maybe mentally or physically. Um, and understanding your emotional triggers and staying away from it. So maybe you want to identify things that get you mad and then try to find ways to avoid that. And yeah, back to your question. I just wanted to address that real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for doing that. That's yeah, all definitely. great advice. Yeah, I feel like um, at the moment out of COVID, everyone 
all athletes, most athletes aren't having that same social support that they're getting. And it's hard to stay focused without having those teammates by your side. And first of all, I would say for those athletes that maybe they feel out of shape or haven't kept their physical skills sharp, it's just to not worry. Uh, you have time to train, and this has been a good opportunity to slow down and do things differently. And I think if you could take this extra time at home, it's just to learn sports psychology. Um, change it up a little bit. Um, explore something new, and you're going to learn a bunch of skills that you've never heard of. And then once you get back on the court or the field, you get to try them out. Everyone's going to be rusty, so you have this time to try it out and try it for yourself. And I'd actually encourage athletes to do these uh, follow and learn about these tactics because getting back in shape will come back naturally when practices and every day practices are every day and the weight room opens up, for example. So maybe choose how to visualize for a week or a month, practice it. And then when you come back, you can actually try it on the court. And yeah, I think if you see good results, your motivation will go up and you'll just naturally flow back into things. And that'd be my main piece of advice for all athletes out there. Yeah, great job, Brandon. That's a uh, excellent information for anyone. Um, you know, if they're coming back, whether it's from an injury or right now coming back from the pandemic and, you know, being isolated for a little bit, uh, it's yeah. definitely going to be tough, uh, at the beginning, but, um, the, the physical skills will come back and, uh, you know, the visualization, I love that. Uh, uh so yeah, great, great advice on that. The show will be right back. But we wanted to let you know that highlighting the best of youth sports is brought to you by our company, Numbers Don't Lie Productions. We're here to provide you with a highlight video editing resource to support your youth sports journey. We created a simple, quick, and low-cost process that helps you create highlights that document that journey and showcase your athletes. We have featured thousands of athletes in over 40 states and 50 countries. Schedule a free consultation and learn, learn more today at www.numbersdontlie.biz. Brandon, uh, so your own personal participation in sports, uh, specifically at the youth level, um, how do you think that um, has helped shape who you are today? Oh, I love this question. Yeah. So exercise and sports not just keep me in shape, but it provides me with good mental benefits as well. So for example, I could go on and on with this, but just a couple of things. It helps me. Uh, it gives me a break from schoolwork, um, homework, um, and activities. It makes me feel good because of the endorphins rushing through my body. And sports are a way to bond with teammates and be a part of a group. And I feel like I've made most of my friends because of basketball and track. So I feel like the benefits are not only physical, also cognitive and they're social. So it's kind of that like uh, three benefits kind of. And I also learned valuable lessons like after game, if I did bad, I wouldn't get upset, but I'd find mistakes and work on them, like I said. And that translated to other aspects of my life, especially schoolwork and test taking. I was, I was able to develop a growth mindset naturally, which refers to a person's ability to develop and achieve anything through hard work and determination. Also, it forced me to be a competitor. So losing is inevitable and you have to get back up and try and try to get back on track. So it also taught me to focus as a competitor and yeah, there's a lot of benefits, but those are just a couple that I went through personally. So let's, let's touch on competition a little bit. Uh, you just mentioned it. So how do sports and competition help build your character? That's a big question as well. Um, it requires you to work hard, go to practice, work with teammates, listen to a coach 
And those are really important skills because listening to a coach is almost analogous to listening to a boss, maybe when you get into the workforce or workplace. And all these habits lead to having a committed mindset. So that translates to other areas of your life. You become a person who doesn't want, who does what's needed to succeed in sports, at school, at work. And also competing and practicing on a team or in sports, it it requires a lot of time. So you kind of learn time management as well. Um, yeah, those are that's how competition kind of builds character in my um, perspective. So yeah, Brandon, the, the the name of our company's numbers don't lie, and uh, that that phrase numbers don't lie is pretty popular in sports, and it has a lot of meaning to different athletes, coaches, uh, and in the sport sports world. Can you tell us uh, what that phrase numbers don't lie means to you? I think it means that if you do bad and the stats reflect that poor performance, just don't fight back on it. So numbers on the sheet don't lie. So just focus on doing better and you let the performance change the numbers on the stat sheet. So maybe on the brighter side, I also think that numbers are a way to see if you are improving. So um, if you're getting more points in basketball every year, the numbers don't lie on the stat sheet. So you could give your pa- you can pat yourself on the back for that and see the progress you've made. In short, stats are stats and numbers are just objective ways to show how you perform, and it gives you validation for yourself to see your strengths and weaknesses. That's a great answer. And and the one thing I want to mention to our audience is, uh, you know, the, the numbers don't lie. They, they tell you where you need to improve, but more importantly, and what Brandon just mentioned, and I, I just love his outlook um, and his mindset is, find the wins in those numbers, find what you're winning at and celebrate those. And, and you can hear that in Brandon's theme of all of his answers. And, and I love that. And that goes back to the mindset, you know, have that positive mindset, have that winning mindset. Uh, and, and I loved also what you said, uh, you know, a few questions ago about commit, commit uh, with your mindset. So uh, yeah, thanks for sharing all that, Brandon. That's, that's awesome stuff. So another popular phrase is trust the process. What does that phrase mean to you and how can it help in developing mental skills? Yeah, I love inspirational quotes. And also, actually, on my website, I have a monthly quote per month on the homepage. And actually, last month, we had a similar quote to trust the process. And it read, quote, hard times are like a washing machine that twists, turns and knocks us around. But in the end, we come out cleaner, brighter and better than before. So this sounds pretty similar to trust the process. And I feel like it means that everyone, everything happens for a reason and you have to go through challenging times to get to your goal. So Brandon, you're, so you have an organization, it's starting to get popular. You're on social media, you're a, a young kid. Um, there's some great benefits to social media, but there's also some downfalls. Uh, can you maybe give some advice on how uh, young athletes can best utilize uh, social media in their sports journey? Yeah, social media is a big one and it's increasing in everyone's life, especially the younger population. And I think it's personable to each person. But for example, for me on social media, I like to surround myself with content that includes athletes that are really good. Because when I see an athlete better than me, it motivates me to be just as good as them or even better. It kind of sounds counterintuitive, counterintuitive. And even though it may make me disappointed initially, it really gives me a motivation boost in the end. And it kind of connects with the quote, you are the people you surround yourself with. It's so good to keep a balance. So you don't want to also, you don't want to use Instagram all day to look at nonsense. Everyone knows that. So I'd probably give like um, a general guideline, having probably 70, 70% of useful content, which would include friends, family, or sports psychology accounts. And then the other 30% can be about social media. Um, and like maybe jokes or memes or 
casual stuff that you'd like to see just to like rewind. And I just say 30% because social media is pretty addictive and you don't want to have, you don't want to have yourself looking at social media for five plus hours a day and not being able to put that time into something else. So maybe like working out or doing work. I, I love that ratio, the 70, 30 ratio and, you know, not depriving yourself of the fun stuff, yeah. uh, but also, you know, the algorithms uh, in social media will pick up your, your interactions real quick. And if it's the opposite way, that's all you're going to be seeing. But at that 70, 30 ratio, you're going to be seeing the, the, the stuff that's really more in line with what your goals are trying to, to become, you know, what, what you're trying to become as an athlete. And I, I, I love that ratio that that's really cool. Um, and I think that's, that's great advice for social media users, whether it's an athlete or just personally, uh, you know, because you can go down a dark rabbit hole, uh, on social media and, and, uh, having yeah, that agreed. ratio, uh, could, could definitely help. All right, Brandon, uh, we're getting towards the end of the podcast. Uh, so we, what we like to do on the podcast is a final rapid fire, uh, round. So, uh, if you're ready, we're, we're going to jump right Sounds into the, the rapid fire. All right, here we go. Yep. Who inspires you as an athlete or as a leader? Um, so there's this guy on YouTube, his name is Richard Yu, and he's a high performance coach. That's what he calls himself. And he has videos of day in the lives of himself. And he provides tips on business and entrepreneurship and really just life advice. So he's super young and accomplished person. He runs a business and I think he has a six figure income already at 21 years old. And I don't think it's, it's not the money that inspires me from Richard, but it's rather the the hard work and the behind the scenes that he does to get that money. He's super ambitious and I feel his advice can apply to anyone again. And for example, in a day in a life, he wakes up at 5 a.m. and sometimes he even wakes up at 3.30 a.m. and he starts his day off straight from there. He works on his business and he works for like double digit hours almost every day. And when I see that and I watch a quick YouTube video, I watch his video, I feel really motivated to do work and to get on the grind and to follow his type of day in the life. I really suggest any athletes out there look up Richard Yu. So R-I-C-H-A-R-D space Y-U. Okay. What's the best piece of leadership advice you've received? So you need to take and embrace the remarks you hear and react to it, react to it for yourself in a positive way. So maybe for example, if people criticize you, I would just say to just take a step back and try to find constructive criticism in that. I, th I guess another another little piece of advice stemming from that would be you just need to understand what people are when people are mean or unintentional or not. You can just use that to your advantage. So don't let it ruin your day, but let it motivate you. And this lesson is similar to always trying to improve yourself. So that is one of what I would say to that question. Who's your favorite athlete and why? As I said, I was a big basketball fan, so I will give you a basketball player. And I think my favorite athlete at the moment would be Cade Cunningham. So he is a point guard, a freshman playing at Oklahoma State University. And I think he's super good. Uh, he's projected to be like top three in the NBA draft this, uh, this coming year. He's around 6'7". He could shoot, dribble, rebound, defend. I think he has a really bright future. And I've been watching him since he was at Montverde in high school. And the potential I see him in the potential I see him in him is super high. So that's my pick for him. Okay. Who's your favorite coach and why? Um, I like both Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra. So I'm a big Miami Heat fan. And Pat Riley, just for anyone that doesn't know, is the president of the Miami Heat. And Eric Spolstra is the head coach. 
And I feel like they both know how to manage a team and who to put on the floor at the right time. I'm a big uh, Pat Riley fan uh, growing up in the 80s and 90s uh, in L.A., um, you know, I was a Lakers fan, Magic Johnson fan, and obviously Pat Riley was uh, leading Showtime. Oh yeah, uh, at that time. So great answer. I, I love that. Okay, uh, Brandon, where can people follow you and find out more about uh, sp- uh, Mind Design Sports and everything you guys are doing? To find us, I uh, all our links or anything you would need to find or want to find. I think you should go to mindesignsports.org. So I'll just say that real slowly so anybody could type it in so it'd be m-i-n-d-d-e-s-i-g-n-s-p-o-r-t-s dot o-r-g so mine is on sports.org and then from there you can find anything our instagram our twitter our youtube and all our podcasts and blogs perfect and we'll put all we'll put all those links uh Uh, in the show notes as well to all your social media and the website and everything. Well, Brandon, that's it for the show. I want to thank you so much. Um, I'm very impressed with you. Uh, And I just want to remind all of our audience that Brandon's a sophomore in high school. uh, And this organization is going to be pretty big. And I, uh, Brandon, I just want to encourage you to uh, keep doing what you're doing, uh, putting out content that's uh, definitely beneficial to young athletes um, older athletes as well. And mindset is huge. And, uh, I appreciate you, re- you know, recognizing the, uh, the hole that's, uh, in the industry, especially for the young athletes and, and doing something about it. So I really appreciate you. And, uh, wa- want to thank you very much for being on the show. PJ, I appreciate this opportunity. It was super fun to talk to you. And yeah, I think we got an important message out there, so I'll keep in touch. We hope you enjoyed this episode of highlighting the best of youth sports. Be sure and subscribe and please help us reach more people by leaving a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. If you or someone you know are interested in learning more about Numbers Don't Lie and what we do, what programs and services we offer for athletes, and how to get your athlete involved, be sure to visit numbersdontlie.biz. Until our next episode, go out and win the day and never miss your opportunity to be great. Thanks for listening to highlighting the best of you sports.